Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now, sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hello, Boo Kitty. Welcome back to another episode of the Lovish Podcast. Happy New Year. Can you guys believe it is 2022? O-M to the G. Cannot believe it. Wow. We have officially been living in a pandemic for almost two years, y'all. That's crazy. That is insane to me. Um, But anyway... Welcome to 2022, boo, what it do, okay? I didn't even try to do that right there, but we just gonna let that stay in there. Um, Seriously, I hope that you actually enjoyed yourself throughout the holidays. And I hope that it wasn't super stressful, too stressful. In fact, I pray that you had minimal stress as you went through the holidays. So we're kicking off this new year talking about process. Y'all know last week we had a heart to heart about, um, you know, talking to each other genuinely about how we really feel about certain situations. So I want to talk about process because I feel like throughout this pandemic and even in life, in life, of course, there are processes that you have to go through. But throughout this pandemic, bro, this pandemic been taking us all through a process. Oh, and we don't like it. Can we just be real about the fact that we don't like the process? And I think that in life in general, nobody really likes process, to be honest. Like, we don't like processing our feelings. We don't like the process of building furniture, cooking a complicated dish. We don't like the process of school because child, the way these grades set up, the way these professors set up, <laughs> the way this pandemic set up during school. Okay. All right. Side note. Anyway, process is long and boring and draining work. Ugh. Like even just saying that sentence is like tame too much, sis. But process is essential. It's essential for who God is calling us to be. My most frustrating um, thought about process is when I am in a creative space where I need to process through some feelings and some thoughts. I don't know what I'm creating like Noah, right? I'd like to really just imagine that Noah didn't have all the pieces when he first started working on the ark. But even without having all the pieces, Noah kept building based on his calling or his assignment. And so when I'm in a creative space, like I am right now, where 
I have pieces of the vision that God has given me. I see glimpses of the future of what he's calling me to, but I only have the first few pieces of the process that is uncomfortable. Like I don't have the big picture, which is frustratingly exciting. (laughs) And I know like that might sound weird, like frustratingly exciting. So what do I mean by that is it is both frustrating while simultaneously being exciting all rolled into one. It's frustrating to not be able to see the path that is lit before me because, you know, if we're talking about being generational curse breakers and people who don't have the blueprint for what they're trying to create, you there's not a cute measured path in front of you so that's the frustrating part but the exciting part is as you are building to see it come together to see even little pieces work the way that you know you envisioned it is exciting so it's a frustratingly exciting process like when i talk about this story of noah and how Noah must have felt like I I like to imagine you know God just randomly maybe told Noah one day hey go get some oak or go get whatever type of wood and Noah's probably like "Mm, okay and then as he spent some time with God I want you to start building this thing and it's big and you're like I don't know why I'm seeing this really big thing like it's a big 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 huge thing maybe he didn't even know he was building a boat at first and as he started to like cut the wood this way because that's the way I see it in my head and see the pieces of wood start to come together and then say well if it's got a curve on the bottom then maybe I'm building a boat a really big boat and You know, as he's building, he's like, I'm running out of wood. I'm running out of space, but I don't know. I still feel like it needs to be really big. Not really sure what's happening here, but I'm seeing all this evil in the land and I think I need more wood. And then as you know, he began to get to the end of it. He's probably like, yo, God, what are we doing? And then God's like, now get a bunch of animals. Wait, what? So if you can think about the process in this way, you know, it, it, it might make sense. And to be clear, Noah did not build this ark overnight. This is years of work, years of surrender, years of submission to the process to get to the point where God was trying to take him. And the thing that he did building this boat saved his life and the life of his children. And he had no clue that this is what he was building when he started out. Well, I'd like to imagine that he didn't. And if he did, then that's pretty dope. He had the patience to wait for, you know, an arc that huge to be completed and to know what he was doing, you know, but like, I want you to really just like, find inspiration in Noah's story because a lot of us are at the point in our lives right now where 
God is giving us baby steps. He's giving us pieces. And as we are looking at these pieces come together, it's exciting, but we can't see the big picture at the end. And that can be frustrating and that can cause us to stop the process. But we have to continue the process, even through the pain. And seeing the end result of the process feels epic. And I can say that, you know, because God gave me this vision for the Pink Emerald Retreat in um, 2020. And because of COVID, I did it virtually and it was amazing. It went really, really well. Everyone enjoyed themselves. And then fast forward to 2021, God gave me the vision to take it in person, but be safe with COVID. And thankfully, you know, nobody was sick. They had to submit results before they came to the retreat. And um, even after the retreat, nobody got COVID from the retreat or anything like that. So that was a blessing. And I thank God for that. But like, as I was building, I had never seen anyone do a retreat in this way. I've just put it together the way the guy gave me. So to see it was epic. And that's an example of what happens when you stay in the process. And I I have a highlight reel on my Instagram that you guys can go to to look at video footage of the entire retreat weekend. As much as, you know, my photographer, videographer could capture. And a couple of times I, you know, did video. But that's what it looks like when you stay in the process. And that had nothing to do with me and everything to do with me being obedient to what God told me to do, which was simply maintain, stay in the process. It was very hard, y'all. I'm not a person who likes to fast. I'm getting there. I'm getting to the point where fasting is um, something that I'm trying to incorporate in my regular life when the Holy Spirit tells me to, because (laughs) y'all... is a challenge, but I'm a starve this flesh if that's what it takes. And so I had never gone so long fasting, so long praying deliverance for myself before I could even learn how to properly pray for the women that came to the retreat. So through that obedience, the Holy Spirit showed up and showed out and the retreat was perfect. Like I kept waiting for a shoe to drop, but there was no shoe to drop because the Lord had already came through and hooked it up, you know? And so that's what, what it looks like. And so the process is necessary because you learn through the process. You learn who you are, you learn what you're made of. And that in itself is scary because it's like, who are you when the rubber meets the road? <laughs> who are you when it's time to like get down and be real about, okay, girl, the hotel needs this money. Okay, girl, these people, they got these tickets. Okay, girl, the vendor didn't get this done on time. Who are you? What is your character? What character comes to the surface in those stressful situations? That's the part that we're learning throughout the process. And even if we mishandle something, the Holy Spirit offers grace for us to be able to learn from that and do it differently next time. 
not only do you learn like who you are and what you're made of, but yo, you gain clout, <laughs> you gain experience. So you're not out in these social media streets, false flagging as a business coach, but you actually know what the heck you talking about. And I'm not even about to get off on a tangent, but y'all just be careful out here in these streets because everybody ain't who they say they are. And honestly, if you're somebody that's out here false flagging, just go sit down. Just go apologize to the Holy Spirit for sending people on blank missions and then learn to walk in your lane and go through your process. And I don't say that in a way that's like, you know, being mean or anything like that, because I feel like we can all get caught up in um, false flagging, to be honest, until you actually are honest enough and vulnerable enough to sit with the Holy Spirit and say like, okay, God, this ain't even what you called me to do. And I'm out here just doing all of this because I thought it looked good because I'm doing like sis over here. Just go back to the drawing board. No shame in that. And then let him do a work in you. Go through the process so that you can know what you're talking about. You develop the necessary grit as you go through that process. So all of this is about learning through the process. Processes that help you to develop the grit that you might have a hard time explaining to somebody, marriage, motherhood, entrepreneurship. (laughs) One of the things that I think is super frustrating for some people to hear, and I say this because it was frustrating for me before I got married was, oh, it's different when you get married. You'd be like, but how? We already do blah, 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 whatever. We hang out all the time. We call each other. We do blah, blah, blah. How is it different? It's different. And only a person who's been married or is married can tell you that it is different, but you can't really necessarily define tangibly how it is different, but it's different. And, you know, another example is this, this entrepreneurship journey. It's cute on social media. All of these things are cute on social media. The kids, the the marriage, all of it. But when you are actually in it, that's when you learn who you are. When you realize as a business owner that you got to pay your household bills and the business bills and both of them got to be, you know, on par so you don't lose the blessings that God gave you. Yeah, you ain't got no time to be out here playing and being like, yeah, I'm the boss so I can randomly take days off. Like, no. Or when someone has a problem with your product or your service, being boss enough to say, you know, if you need to apologize to them, apologizing to them. Or if you don't, you know, figuring out how to work with your client, your customer, your whatever your, you know, if you're product based or service based, that's beyond social media. That's not the cute part. That's not the part that a lot of people like to function inside of, right? But it helps you to develop grit because you have to use your brain, because you have to rely on the Holy Spirit, because you have to know that, you know, what you're doing, That's where all the fluff cannot help you. (laughs) So you learn a lot through the process. 
Your process is also meant to be part of your story. A lot of times we want to run away from it and we we're like, okay, when I get to this certain point, that's when X, Y, Z is going to happen. When I get here, that's when I could do that. No, baby girl, the journey is part of the process. We're so ready to get to the destination that we skip the journey, but you learn the lessons along the journey and the lessons that you learn along the journey is what is going to be impact like it's going to carry the most impact for you when you have that clout when you have that experience and people ask you how you got to where you are your process going through the process my personal experiences equip me 10 with 10 times more power simply because I have the capacity to understand how you feel. And in most cases, that should make me more effective. So a really raw example of that, trigger warning, death, grief, loss. A really raw example of that is losing my dad. I I had an amazing dad, okay? Like, man, I had an amazing dad. And losing him at... 18 was one of the hardest things that I ever had to go through in my life. And I didn't really understand. And I still don't have the full understanding of why it needed to happen. But what I know is losing my dad has allowed me to support so many people through grief and trauma. And I would not have been able to support them properly in that way with as much power had I not experienced it myself. Yes, I could read books. Yes, I could have training and I do have training in those things. But my own experience teaches me that it's rarely about what you say to a person who's experiencing that type of pain, the pain of trauma or grief. And it's more about what you do. It's more about that you're there. It's more about being with the person. And yeah, that's something that they write in books, but to feel that thing, to feel that is totally different. Another thing I want to remind you of is that everybody has had or will have a process, even if you can't see it. And that's the, the, the disguise of social media. It has us thinking and feeling that you know, oh, she didn't have a process. This was handed to her. Even if it was handed to her in this area, the experience area or the other area, maybe that wasn't handed to her. So know that everyone has had or will have a process, even if you can't see it. We're going to pause right here and have a brief word from our sponsor for this episode. This episode is brought to you by the Confident Bay app. I created this app to provide a safe space for women of color struggling with prioritizing themselves. Inside of the Confident Bay app, you're going to gain access to exclusive content such as workshops, replays, Convey TV, a private digital cafe to connect with other women, journal prompts, affirmations, daily reminders, and so much more. The best part about using the app 
It's free. That's right, girl. You get 24-7 access to a squad of like-minded women for free. No more subliminal Facebook rants, boo. Here you can take the mask off and be yourself. Sis, what are you waiting for? Hit the link in the show notes and download the app today. Okay, baby girl, let's finish this discussion. The last thing I want to say about why your process is necessary is because a rushed process equals ruined results. I'm going to say that again. A rushed process equals ruined results. Yes, ruined. I know y'all might think I'm being a little bit extra when I say ruined. I'm not being extra, but um, for my foodies out there. Let's think about it in terms of food and cooking, because we just talked about fasting (laughs) at the beginning of this episode and how much of a challenge it is. Okay, certain dishes like greens or gumbo or cabbage, they got to go through a process. If you rush the roux, you ruin the gumbo. Am I right? Okay, I feel like if you know how to make gumbo, then you know I'm spitting facts right there. You might have heard me say before, you know, on the show or on my Instagram or YouTube or whatever, to let the process happen. Let it simmer like a good soup. If you want all the flavors, all the ingredients, all the things to come together as it should, as God designed it to, You got to let it simmer, baby girl, because the reality is nobody wants anything that is half done. When you go get your hair braided, you know, box braids, you don't want no half done box braids, sis. I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit frustrated if, you know, I go to a shop and they tell me it's going to take six hours for me to get my hair done and it takes 11 hours or they send me home you know what I'm saying? And tell me like at the seven hour mark, they're going to need me to come back the next day to finish it. No, nobody likes a half done process. And for those of y'all that's wondering, yes, that actually did happen to me. Nobody likes anything half done. We don't like nothing half done, not a degree, not a pizza, not a cake, nothing half done. So if you rush the process, you also diminish your own value. When we reject the process, we diminish our value. So let's think about this in terms of a gem, a diamond, an emerald, whatever. If you want that clear cut diamond, that thing got to be burned, baby girl. It's got to go through the highest of high levels of heat. It has to be processed through for an extended amount of time in order for the value to increase. So you diminish your own value when you reject the process that God is trying to take you through. So we got to stop being out here rejecting the process, okay? We can't be you know, shining bright like diamonds and be subpar diamonds. Like it's a no for me, sis. If the Lord says that I am the salt of the earth, my salt going to add some flavor, honey. Okay. I'm not going to be no half flavored. Oh, I'm going to say a dollar store salt. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with dollar store salt. 
But the dollar store salt doesn't have the same value as the Himalayan salt, the pink Himalayan salt. So that's what we're talking about here. It's time to talk about what I've been loving. Product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Hey girl, it's time to talk about what I have been loving this week. This week, I have been absolutely loving the encouragement, the love, and the support inside of the Digital Cafe. I know I keep on saying it, but I keep saying it because it's true. I have so many of you guys that hit me up on the side and you know, you want to be supported, you want to talk, and I want to be that support for you as well, but I'm also trying to put you on game, sis. Like there's a whole tribe of women that also value this support, that also value, you know, the experience of having a safe space. So come on into the digital cafe. You know, we're talking about not necessarily knowing what we're building, yet building anyway out of obedience. Most of the women that are inside of the digital cafe are in very similar positions of not knowing what we're building. And when you don't know what you're building, it's hard to articulate that to people that maybe you have interactions with in your daily life, like, you know, your closest family members. And it's super important to have that encouragement and support. So that's what I am loving inside of the digital cafe. And the digital cafe is free, y'all. It's free support, free access to people 24-7, not controlled by algorithms and competition and everything that you find on the major social media platforms. So that's what I'm loving this week. All right, baby girl, I want to thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode of The Lovish Podcast. In this episode of the Lovish Podcast, we talked about why the process is necessary. We talked about how you learn through the process, you gain clout so you're not out here false flagging in these social media streets. We talked about how your process is actually meant to be part of your story. And finally, how nobody likes anything half done. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, boo! Share the episode with your auntie, share it with your mama, share it with your coworker, your uncle. Then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Well, that is all I have for you this week, love. I'll see you out in these social media streets, boo.